DJ Toasty Z, Hip Hop Made Me Do It, special edition of the Hip Hop Made Me Do It podcast, second episode. We did the first episode a while back, a while, while back, and uh, glad to bring you the second episode, actually live from New Jersey, live from Casa de Toasty, Toasty's parents, I should say, and uh, special guest for this podcast, Brother Charlie. Hi. You know, also a hip hop aficionado, hip hop fan, and uh, you know we're gonna be talking about. You know, I think hip hop's a very polarizing um, genre, and I think a lot of people have, you know, very, you know, passionate and I don't know the word I'm looking for extreme opinions about hip hop. What is hip hop? What isn't hip hop? You know, people get you know it's a heated debate. And um, a lot of people hate certain rappers. So this episode of Hip Hop May Do It is the worst rappers edition. We're going to talk about the rappers that either we don't like, we hate, for and for whatever reason, or we talk about rappers that, for some reason, get a lot of hate. Why Why do people not like these certain rappers? Uh, and, what, you know, we're just going to discuss that and uh, see, you know, kind of examine why certain rappers don't get as much love, whether it's well-deserved or not. Um, so... Remember, if you're listening, you're probably watching this on YouTube, but this will probably be up on SoundCloud. We're going to get that on the rest of the platform soon. And uh, if you like the podcast, definitely let us know. Definitely subscribe. And uh, definitely check us out on social media, at Hip Hop Made Me Do, on Twitter and Instagram. And backslash, I should backslash, not backsplash, Hip Hop Made Me Do It on all other platforms, Facebook Mixed Cloud, SoundCloud. Um, so now while we're getting into it, I first want to start with our special guest and, uh, you know, just talk about some of the artists that he, you know, happens to not like. So I just want to start off with, um, I guess the first one you mentioned to me was uh, Kodak Black. Oh, yeah, yeah. So why, why, just pretend like the camera's not there, just like we're having a conversation. You but I'm sure I shouldn't look at the camera. Just look I at mean, you. just look at me here and like, you know. Okay. So why, why, yeah, so you want to start off? Alright, so I don't like Kodak Black because he, he sounds like, it's hard to understand, like I can't even see the appeal. Some guys I dislike because I just don't like them, and then there's other guys, like I don't know why this guy is so popular. So it's not even that you dislike him, you just don't understand the appeal? Well, I mean, I, I mean, I don't like him obviously from that, but I don't understand why other people like him. Like some guys I dislike, and I know, okay, yeah, people like him, I understand why they would yeah, like yeah. him. So like, I'm not a huge fan of Macklemore, but like, I understand the appeal of mm-hmm. Macklemore. For sure. But Kodak Black, it's like his voice. He sounds understood in what he's doing, and I don't know if it's just uninterested. Me. Is that what you said? Yeah, uninterested. Yeah, yeah. And it sounds like he's just like the beats. I guess are good. He's, oh, so you think he just has a lazy flow and he doesn't really care? Like, yeah, that's a, vibe a lot of people have that though. But. Yeah, I get that, and I I get that with certain people. I for me, Kodak Black, and I see why people don't like him. I like a, a couple songs by him. I don't think I would ever like get, fully get into. A you know full Kodak Black project. Um, I think that um, like songs like uh, oh, what's the name of that song? I was like that because I put Molly in my lean. I know like four songs. I don't remember that name of that song, but I really like that song because me and Eric shout out you I had a bonding moment where we kind of changed the lyrics. I like that song and transporting, and also the song with he did with French Montana, um, La, uh, Lockjaw or. Oh, I like yeah, that yeah, one. That's, yeah, yeah. I think he has a good vibe. Like he has that. I see the appeal because I think that like 
he has that old southern feeling and you know he's a young kid and he's got that i don't know he has that vibe of like the some of the other southern trap artists have come out so i see to extent why uh people like him uh another person you had mentioned was uh birdman yeah i remember that for kodak i remember oh yeah yeah, yeah, with it's fine uh, with B&B Rock. <laughs> I remember on, that was like the first time I ever heard with him or one of the first ones with P&B Rock. Right? I didn't mm-hmm. know who that was yeah. at the time. He had this really good chorus and I remember I like that's I think it's about too many years mm-hmm. but after P&B Rock's chorus is done, for me it sounds like the song just falls apart because then you hear Kodak Black and he just sounds like the energy's gone because P&B Rock sounds so passionate and he's coming in just like, yeah. So, yeah, so like a lack of energy kind of seems like a, a lot of times it seems like he might have a little bit of a lazy flow. And I get that, especially a lot of hip-hop traditionalists are like very anti-new wave. And, you know, I like a lot of the new artists coming out, um, but, you know, there are some actual criticisms that they have that are legitimate. I think know? it's funny, though, that for 21, I feel like it kind of works for 21. Yeah. I don't know the difference between the two of them, I guess, because Kodak sounds very nasally well kodak it sounds nasally i think 21 he's like he's monotone but he's just like has such a hard feeling and and yeah it kind of works for him because it's like there's there's an element to it there with kodak it's like monotone but like there's not as much going on there's something about being hard and then being lazy that kind of like kind of go together when you just come across like a hard artist yeah he he has a good vibe and, and i think honestly he has a lot more versatility than a lot of people give him credit for like not that i think he's like the most versatile artist but like i, I think on rockstar for instance like i really like his uh verse on there yeah. uh and i think it just shows that he's capable of doing other you know getting you know i think he has potential to become like a very versatile Did long-term you know that artist. song was originally with joey badass and t-pain yeah and you should, badass don't tap the that. table because i think it might pick oh. up on the sound though um yeah i did notice that did you hear the i, I listened to part of it i listened to the what'd you think i thought joey badass seemed at, like not he should have been on the song yeah he i think he matched with t-pain i think also i don't know i mean t-pain i feel like t-pain and um post malone on that same song they kind of serve the same purpose as far as like the singing stuff so yeah. i felt like it would have like the version the version that came out i think ended up being the better version um yeah. So I think they made the right choice, choice there. Um, I think that's pretty much it we have on Kodak. But uh, yeah. yeah, like I said, you brought up Birdman. And I I don't know. For, personally, for me, my thing about Birdman is like there's all there's certain rappers where there's like memes about like every verse is kind of the same. Like there's a formula. Like there's ones about him or like Rick Ross or Pitbull where like, oh, say something. in like Pitbull's like, say something in Spanish. Whereas like uh, Rick Ross is like, they, I don't know. It's like using the same terminology, like talking about money and cars, but they don't. He doesn't have a verse, diverse vocabulary, so it kind of like saying the same shit over and well, over when again. You said it like that. It made me. Th- I thought more about flow. Like, oh, yeah, I you just don't realized like right flow? now that Birdman. I don't think he has more than one. I think he just has this one flow for every song. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's certain there's certain artists that like Birdman is not. There's certain people that are businessmen before they're artists. Birdman is not. Like I wouldn't when I think of Birdman, I don't think he's a rapper. I think he's. I think he's a businessman that happens to make rap music and has kind of like used other artists that were more talented as artists to kind of um, use as a platform and build himself up. And um, he's also, I mean, there's this shady business side of it. The fact that, like, uh, you know, I mean, Juvenile left Hot Boys. I think it was Juvie left first. Like, really 
early. And then, like, Wayne, like I said, like, to have someone that you consider your son and not be paying him what he's should be getting, it's, like, yeah, that label it's like some shady issues. shit. I know for a while they always had the issue with, like, no one except for Nicki Minaj, Tyga, and Wayne got any push. And they had all these clowns on their label. Well, some of them weren't even maybe awful. Some <laughs> of them were fine, but, like, they just never got any push. Yeah. And then there's just schmoes, like, gutta gutta. Who's been on there forever, and also you just hear about dedication six out of nowhere. Well, I think that's mostly Wayne. Wayne's yeah, just like is. really about gutta gutta, like, like that. He's really dedicated to gutta gutta, if you will. But you know, what I'm saying like, <laughs> yeah, they there's a lot of they have a lot of artists, and they don't necessarily like, you know, they push the artists that are selling, and then they like. I think a lot of the artists sign with the label because like oh, I'm signing Young Money, which is like great. Yeah. But if the label isn't like actually you know, doing everything in their power to help you out, like, which a lot of times they aren't. They're pushing their, you know, already established artists. So it's like, it's more than the name. I know, like, Big Crit left Def Jam because, like, Big Crit's a great artist and they really weren't pushing his uh, music as they should have been, you know? Um, Didn't Sai the Prince leave Def Jam? Sai the Prince? Well, yeah. Well, he was with good music. I don't know. I mean, you I might thought, probably know where that. Def Jam. So, like, his know. new album, was that, like, independently released or? I think so. Yeah, I believe so. I haven't gotten a chance to listen to that yet, but I like I like the song with uh, Pusha T. No dope on Sunday. All right, I'll definitely check that out. Um, uh, but anything else on Birdman you wanted to mention? Um, I just think I think he's a bad businessman. Also, <laughs> yeah, he's just slimy, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you can't make music and everyone on your label wants to get out, <laughs> and you're not paying them, <laughs> you're not paying them. What are you doing? Yeah, you yeah. have terrible tattoos on your head and. Yeah, it's for sure, for sure. He has that awful song with their gross money bags. I think most of the songs that he ha- money bags, money, money, money. I, I remember like the money I bag. Like that, That's almost so like the chorus is so ridiculous that it's, it comes. It gets with, good, it's yeah. good. Yeah, I think that. Uh, I mean, most of this. If you look back, I I challenge you to find a Birdman song that you like because of Birdman. Most of the times, it's like the Bird songs. Man, songs I remember are like like Father Like Son. I don't know if that was the name of the song, but that was the name of the album. Oh, Son Like My Daddy or Son yeah. Like My. Which is kind of a funny stunning like stunning like my daddy popping bottles. They're all because of either Drake or Wayne or whoever he had on the song. You know, like yeah. Nicki, like Fireflame, like all those artists. Kind of uh, oh, we're now I'm gonna focus. There we go. It recognizes me now. There we go. Um, it's working. Awesome. Um, then another person you put down here is Wiz Khalifa. Oh yeah. So today. what's your take on Wiz Khalifa? Um, He's kind of, I don't know what I have, issue, issue I have with the lazy guys, but I feel like, I mean, he's been around longer than Kodak, at least in the mainstream, but like, he does that same thing where he sounds uninterested in what he's doing, and obviously he's obviously just talking about weed the whole time, um, but I just, when he's on the beat, I just, it just sounds bad. I yeah. For for me, I know someone, yeah, like, like I asked like uh, our fans what they thought as far as like, who they thought were the worst rappers, and like, well, someone said like, Wiz and Snoop, just because... Like, any any rapper that, like, has weed is just their brand. Like, that's all they're talking about. Which, I, like, I could see how you'd think that about Snoop if you just listen to, like, newer Snoop. And, but, like, and, like, he's done a bit of selling out to a certain extent. Yes, but, but, yeah, like, anyone that just, like, their brand is just weed. And, like, Wiz Khalifa, for me, like, he has, well, I will say he's very good ear for picking beats. But a lot of times, I feel like a Wiz Khalifa album would be better if you could just, like, give me the, all the instrumentals without Wiz Khalifa on him. Because he has good beat selections, but I think as far as a rapper, like I said, he's got that weirdest flow where, like, he has a good ear for beats and he knows what he sounds good over. 
but I don't think he's really that great of a rapper. So the, it, like, uh, takes away project. From no, I haven't. I, I after a certain while, certain artists, I like realize I'm never going to get into them, and I just like unless they come out with a song that I hear I, I, by chance, I'm like, oh, that was interesting. I don't really go back. But yeah. it's you, well, he's like one. He's that one guy who I don't even hear his. Like, I don't like his hits. Like I don't like the. Uh, uh, we I like boys. we them. I like we them boys though. I we, okay. I like we them boys actually. That's like actually a little different. From and what I he normally don't does. care for the Paul Walker song, which I don't even know if it's a Paul Walker song. If that was just kind of adapted afterwards. I mean, yeah, it was for the Fast and Furious. It's very like it's more pop centric. I don't dislike it. I am not opinionated about that song, but okay. I don't know. It's like I don't know. I I don't have any real opinions on that song, but um, then I figured I'd get through my list, and then we can talk about you know what some of the fans thought. Uh, one is like I'm gonna start with Russ. Um, and to be honest, I used to really fuck with Russ, uh, until like probably this summer I fucked with Russ. Um, cause I was always on blogs, like two dope boys, their, their dope blog. And they always would like, Russ would always come out with song, like one song a week, like just put out a song and it would just be a dope song. And like, he slowly, like one song a week, he ended up building up his own following without really any radio play. And I just thought it was a like really unique business model of uh, never tell me about you know that. just like keep putting out songs and keep putting out songs. And I think a lot of times when artists do that, they make the mistake of putting out a bunch of songs, and then when their album drops, most of the songs you've already heard already, or you know, some of his songs. Were but on these the were album. just like independent. Yeah, these were just independent singles that he would drop, and then when the album came out, it was a brand new batch of songs. So I think he just made a bunch of songs and just dropped the best one that he made every week. Did he have any singles for these albums or no? I mean, there were some singles that were, like, the singles for the album, but he, like, just slowly built a buzz by, like, putting out consistently a good song a week, a good song a week, and, like, you know, he got to the point where he was selling stadiums and, like, by himself without really any, like, support from blogs and, I mean, radio play, limited support, I should say, because they were on, he was on Two Dope Boys, but, um, I don't know, it was also just a, he, he got to the point where he, like, he thinks... He's one of those, he's like the old crabby rapper syndrome where like, he thinks that like, you know, he's super, ta- like, obviously he's super talented, but he's like, oh, like if I was the most talented rapper in the game, like if, 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 if the most talented rappers were rewarded, I would be the biggest artist in the world. It's like, well, no, maybe, you know, that's not how it works. And there's elements to it that like, just cause like, I don't know, he's just like so cocky and thinks he's better than everyone else and like. Thinks that people, like, owe him shit. And he's also just, just, like, really obnoxious about, like, preachy about, like... Like, I know, like, he was always, like, anti-drugs. But after Lil Peep died, he, like, sent all these tweets about, like, blah, 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 drugs. And then he's like, oh, it wasn't about Lil Peep. But it's like, yeah, but you were so disrespectful because you typed... you this. It was all over the news. It's, everyone knows that this man passed away. And then to go out on Twitter and get preachy about drug use right after that is, like... It's just bad timing, and it's like yeah. so disrespectful. Even if you weren't directing at him, so um, I've never listened to. So his, his music. music's good, but he's just shitty. Like, like he deserves to be hated. I feel like because he's just so he's so entitled. He showed up late to Boston Calling too, and then he like was like kind of like after the show, after the set, he like was staying over his time, and it's just like no, like everyone was waiting for the next act, and he was just being asked. So. I don't know if you have any thoughts on Russell. I don't listen to any of his music. I mean, I listened to part of the Wolf one. This mm-hmm. there really is a Wolf. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, but... that's a, the newest. I think it's a playoff of the like uh, the boy who cried wolves type thing. Oh, uh, yeah, you know, got you. 
But I mean, I know he has a few songs that are hits now. But yeah, yeah, I know um, he had that really terrible shirt. Well, I thought it was a terrible shirt about something about Xanax and I think Lean. Yeah, that and that was a good meme because everyone just made fun of it. But at the same time, I kind of, I hate to admit, I kind of agree with the sentiment, but not in a. It's the sentiment is good, but he goes about it in a really disrespectful, disgusting way where he like judges people for acting a certain way rather than coming from a place of love and like understanding he comes from a place of i know better than you and this is what you should be doing so it just like comes off as like like i said pretentious like and the preachy effect. yeah it's like the hobson effect. hobson's lower on the list we'll get to hobson hobson another artist that we really used to fuck with or maybe we'll just do hobson now i mean yeah, we're, good, good it's a good good transition you know you know how we do it we get the fluid conversations flowing here hip hop made me do it um, so yeah, Hobson, I was an artist that I was really into and, um, I thought he was a dope spitter. Like he, you know, did some, col- like I listened to like raw and, uh, knock madness. I really liked, uh, the first two a- albums he put out. Um, and you know, he was a, just like spitter. Like I could see why some people didn't like him at first, but like, I felt like he had real t- talent as a spitter and just like, I don't know, he's a little bit funny and a little bit weird. Like he had a- that song with, um, Tech Nine and B.O.B., which is just straight I fire. I am a psycho. Um, so, like, a lot of crazy raps. And, like, we went to a show, and, like, my one friend at the time was, like, he seemed a little, like, preachy. And, like, I didn't see it at that point. He was talking about, like, there's one song, Hip Hop Sinister, where he talks about, like, like being a rap savior. And I was, like, I didn't read too much into it. I was, like, yeah, I guess. Then his next album dropped, and he like i said he gets so preachy uh it's pound syndrome you're talking about uh pound syndrome um i'm trying to think of the specific examples of him being preachy um it's it's a did, com- I, did i go to college if i'm going to college oh, no. okay then <laughs> oh yeah did the invent the oh no, is, no that's like more that's like less pretentious this is like it's this is more about like fake there's like the difference between like preachy and like fake deep he did that one skit where he's like Oh, now rappers these days aren't saying no anything. Words, yeah. All they have to, yeah, no words. He's like, all you have to do is kill a butt, beat, and reverb. And the funny thing is, that his fake joke song was better than most of his album. And then he gets like, I don't know, the stick gets old. He has like this stick, and then he got like really preachy where like on Fly, it's got this like terrible sounding chorus. And he's like, he drops this line about like, he's like, literally like the video is him as a teacher in a class. Like, let me teach to all you like people that are so in the matrix and I'm so above everything. And he's like, Oh, did the, did, did the inventor go to of college, go to college? I don't think so. Or something. He's like, what the, f-? did, you, did you listen to the new album? He had like a few months ago. Uh, no. Oh, and then he, happy endings. Oh yeah. And he had the happy ending songs, which is just the most racist depiction of Asian and like talking about getting a happy ending massage. And it was just the most racist thing ever. So that's this combination just. I remember bullshit. the whole concept of that whole. He's just album. getting annoying and preachy. The whole concept of that album was like about I don't know his story of his life, but like he met this girl in Australia. Yeah. They had a kid, uh, and then he beat her, and then he was in jail in uh, Sydney, Australia. And then the intro track is trying to like explain his side of what happened, <laughs> but the, at the end of the song, when it's all said and done, it doesn't really sound much better. Like he says, "Oh, I never actually touched you," and then at the end of the song, he's like, "I would have hit you, maybe." <laughs> Something about how he might have hurt her, like a threat. So it doesn't really work great for him. Yeah, so it's just like, and then like, I don't know, it got to a point when like Funk Volume broke up, and like all he would talk about is like, hit, like how like everyone screwed him over, blah, 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 like Damien, and like, it was just like, 
I don't know. He just got so whiny and complaining, and it's like, what was me? He got like from like preachy, whiny, and complaining. He's just like, oh, look at my life. It sucks, and it's everyone's fault. Like, so he's not like introspective. Anytime he's like talking about something, he he's so biased. You can like you know what I'm saying. It's never like a like an intricate. He never has anything like. He never sees it from anyone else's perspective, yeah. and he's like, it just got to a point where it's too much. And then going off of that, the fake deepness, like. Transitioning from that, another person that I don't like because of fakeness, deepness, is this is XXX oh. Tentacion. For, well, we'll put a, we'll put aside the him being like like potentially like a terrible human being if the allegations are true. Um, we'll we'll put that aside for a second. But just the fake deepness where he's not a terrible artist. I will never say he's a terrible artist, but he definitely thinks he's a lot better than he is. He thinks he's a lot deeper than he is. The, I just remember the X, double XL freestyle where oh, they're like so everyone has their beats like it's so cringy. Everyone has their beats, and then the, for him they're like, "All right, we're gonna stop the beat." And he gets down on one knee, whispering. He's like, he calls. He's like, he said he literally called like it's 2017, and he's calling people peasants. Like, isn't that the, not most condescending? Like, oh, you're all peasants, and I know a lot more than you. Um, I'm just with all these guys and like thinking they're above everyone else. <laughs> Hobson and Russ and that's what I'm saying like he's like oh I need to teach you um and um I don't know why there's a connection between these fake deep people and at the same time feeling they're above everyone I think I think I think it makes sense the most they so like they so they think they're on like a next level of thinking and they think everyone's like everyone else is a sheep so um and then I don't know the old uh music video for look at me which is just like yeah, I watched. Part it of wasn't that. terrible, but it was like I don't know. There's a combination of like edgy, like like that. It's like he's like, oh, I'm so. Ed-. It's like almost like I think his fans are worse because they like think he's like the the like I don't know. But it's like combination of edginess, but like like middle school edginess, like thinking you're super edgy with like fake deep like sixteen year old that think they're really like. Yeah. saying something immaculate but it's just like some stupid high thoughts it's funny though because artists like him and even like Hobson like they're people like, with age and they're not going to change like I know you say like they're young but like or people yeah. that were young would do that but like when he when XXX is 26 he's still going to be like doing something that's supposed to shock you when he's on his album or he will be in jail for the rest of his life oh yeah that's if true. the allegations are true which, or a new one let's, let's, let's put that out there that, like those allegations are really serious and it's not like the fact, okay, the fact that Famous Dex didn't get on the cover because of his allegations, but X did, and they came out, and, like, because there was a video of what Famous Dex did, and it was, like, obviously you should never hit a woman, but it's, like, it's, like, that, and I'm not going to, like, make excuses for it, but, like, that video versus even if these allegations are false, like, the, the fact that, like, these allegations are a thing, they're so brutal, and, like, obviously, like, I'm not going to go into detail about them, but, you know. Yeah. You, if you want to read them, they're somewhere online. Uh, but it's like, honestly, I if he's a, if those allegations are true, you know, I just hope he spends the rest of his life in jail like he deserves. But, um, yeah, I don't know if you have any other. I thoughts think the on XX thing. Well, I think with the XXL thing is like it's all PR. Like they don't. I mean, I don't want to say they don't really care about that. Yeah. But like maybe next year, Dex might get on it because I honestly, to be honest, I just forgot about that mm-hmm. because I think is. As time as time goes on, people always forget things. So like, as long as PR wise he seems okay, they might put him on. 
Eventually. Yeah, and I mean, it was like, like I said, it, I watched the video, and it obviously it's never going to make excuses for, like, hitting a woman, but it wasn't very, like, that bad. But it's also, like, I mean, fame, it, like, it's at the end of the day, it's like, those, the allegations against X were not, like, the clear allegations were not out yet. Uh, so, I mean, it's a different world. I don't really think much of the XXL cover to begin with, but um, another person I have on here, and, like, is, uh, I mean... And I hate to say this because I really like him as a guy. Like, he is, like, is a personality. Like, he's fun energy, and I don't have anything against him. But Lil Uzi Vert, I'm going to say that. His All right, I like XO Tour Life. I'm not going to lie. That's a dope song. I'm not going to lie. That's it's fire. Um, I'm sure there might be one other song. But, like, his voice is just, like, so, to me, it's, like, so, like, high-pitched and annoying that I just can't get down with it. Um, don't you like Trippy Red? I like Trippy Red, but for me, Trippy Red is, like, the equivalent of uh little uzi if his voice was annoying uh that's why i like tribula red a lot because it sounds like what uzi would sound like if he didn't have an annoying voice yeah um he still does that voice training singing thing though well i just think of like yeah i li- I mean i like that to some extent i was just thinking about like bad and bougie where like essentially after migos are done rapping the songs is extensively over i don't know if that's the right word extensively but anyway it's sounds essentially good. over because like li- Uzi gets on there, he's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, I don't have a problem with that, but, like, the vibe is, like, this dark, gloomy, like, and he gets on there, like, happy-go-lucky. It's just, like, doesn't fit Plus, the vibe of the song at all. most people don't even know he's on there, because <laughs> it's just a meme in its first 30 seconds. Yeah, exactly, so. Um, I like Lucy But, like, right I don't I, I don't hate him. I don't hate him, but I just, like, I can't get down with his voice. Like, I don't care for the fake. Love is Rage 2. I like Exotor Life, but then I like um, Lil Uzi, Lil Uzi Vert vs. The World. I like that a lot. It came out like 2016, I think. I like that one. Word, word. And then the last, actually, I guess I got two more. Um, I'll, I'll start with the. I'll go back. So, Immortal Technique is on my list. And before you get down my throat, I know like a bunch of traditional hip hop artists are like, or like hip hop heads are like, oh, t- Immortal Technique's the greatest thing. For me, Immortal Technique, it comes back to like the preachiness. Um, he has, and I'm. I don't think he's fake deep. I just think that he's so, like, preachy, and, like, the way he says stuff, it kind of just, like, beats you over the head with the message. I think the best artists are able to kind of give you a message and have you think about it, and, you know, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be, like, as blunt. Like, you can, like, hear something, and it makes you think, and you can kind of come up with your own interpretations. Whereas a moral technique just, like, bashes you over the head in, like, with it in, like, a very, like, uncreative way where it's just, like, I don't need you yelling at me about, like, stuff in a very, like, in a manner that's, like, doesn't, I don't know, it just doesn't, it's hard to explain. It just, like, bashes you overhead with a message where you're, like, I'm just trying to enjoy some music. I think the best artists are able to, like, make some music that, like, if you can make a song that you can vibe to and just listen to in the background and enjoy, but then you can listen to the lyrics and also think about them, that's the best music, where it's, like, I don't want to be, feel like, oh, I'm here for a history lesson when I'm <laughs> listening to a song. Like, even, like, the deep music, like, I don't want to say deep, but the conscious music I listen to, it's not always, like, there has to, like, when if I want to listen to conscious music, it has to be something that I want to, like, interpret and sit down and, like, really, like, or not sit sit down, but, like, just take in and, like, think about. Whereas in Mortal Technique, there's not much to think about. It's just, like, so blunt that it's, like, there's not much thought in the conscious music of itself. So, I don't know. I can't get down with Mortal Technique. But if someone said they like Mortal Technique, I'd be like, all right good for you but you know i wouldn't i wouldn't think much of it but 
And I guess the last artist I have on here before we get to the fan, I don't know. Do you have? I don't know if you. He's have one of those on guys that I just know by name, but I don't know any songs by him. Okay, yeah, yeah. And the last person I would say is Drake, and the, I have like okay. There's a reason I don't like Drake. For me, I feel like Drake, and I will say he did a great job of like turning around his career as far as like his image. Like I don't know if you remember, but before he was like, this is like the pussy rapper where he sings about girls and like. Marvin's room, like, not that he was like a joke, but it's like, I don't know, it's like, no one thinks you're tough. And that's fine, Drake. We know you're not tough. Like, you're on Degrassi. And he did actually get to a point where, like, no one wants to fuck with him as a rapper, as far as, like, like no one wants to cross him. But for me, like, I'll say I will, I liked, um, what's the first album? I didn't really listen to many of the mixtapes. Thank Me Later. I liked Thank Me Later a bit. I liked, Take care. Take care. That was when I after take care. I stopped liking Drake because, for me, Drake was like, yeah, like the emotional rapper, and it's like that's cool. It's cool to have like someone that's like the emotional rapper that can like be themselves and like. But then he got to a point where, it felt like he was trying very hard to, be like act tough. Like, I remember his songs came out. It was like Drake. No one thinks you're tough. You don't have to pretend like you're tough. Just be yourself. And it's like, I don't need a tough drink. Which songs are you talking about? I don't know. I I, I want to say Zero to 100, but that wasn't really a tough song. But, you know, like, I got you. where he was like, back seemed like he was like, I'm trying to act like, I'm trying to be like more. I think, but for the Meek diss, I know that's not the same. That's like the same time That's like period. further down the line, I think. Is it back to back near Zero to 100? But he had to act tough. I mean, you don't have to act tough for a diss, but I feel like. It's kind of important. To do I don't that. know. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like, Drake, just be yourself. Like, we don't, like, I don't, that's that's what I had. I felt like he was, and it got to a point where he dropped the uh, mixtape with, uh, if you're reading this, is too late. And I know a lot of future. people love that. No, that's not the future one. That's the first. Oh, you should you mixtape one? with someone. If you're reading this, is too late. No, 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 before the future one. If you're reading oh, this, is too yeah. late. And for me, that just felt like Drake not, I don't want to say biting other people's styles, but it was like, it, there was nothing for me original about that. I feel like before that, Drake was always innovative. Drake was pushing boundaries of what hip-hop was and what was accepted as hip-hop. And I felt like, from like, if you're reading this, it's too late. It just felt like he was doing what everyone else was doing. Granted, he might have done it well, but like, I don't know. Drake was always an artist to me that was pushing the boundaries. And I'd rather have a more creative Drake. Um, I think he just got to a point where, like, he was, like, blatantly ripping off artists, rather than, like, like, I mean, he was occasionally hop on the remix, but, like, with Drama and Hot Like Bling, he was, like, he was, like, blatantly ripping off artists, he got to a point where, like, he got, like, lazy, like, Views was supposed to be this grand, like, big album, and then, like, Half of it's just like this lazy singing. It's amazing and like, too because he got accents out of his ass randomly. Yeah, That's yeah. Weird. He's like, oh, now you're now you're British. You're saying ting all the time, like, like oh, uh, what was that after? So like, like I said, views was supposed to be the grand thing. It's this long. What was oh, it like life. an hour and a half? Yeah, I don't, I don't listen. It was to like views. an hour and a half, and like it's like half of it's just like boring stuff. Even the singles, like the dance hall songs, it's like Drake. Okay, like I could see if you're inspired by dance hall, but until this point, you've never had any like. You've never shown us anything that would say you're inspired by dance hall. All of a sudden, you're just putting out these dance hall records when that's the hot thing, and you're like not giving proper credit. I feel like he never really properly gave credit as far as certain samples about like where the like origins was, and it kind of like he never really truly paid homage. I feel like 
And then he got to a point where, like I said, he was doing that, and, like, he got lazy. Like, uh, what was it, So Far? Is that the, what was the so newest? So Far Gone? The, like, playlist he came out oh, with? Oh, More Life. More Life. He called it a playlist. You, you, I do not need an artist to come out with a playlist. Well, it was just PR. It was a PR, but also it was an excuse where he could drop an album that was half complete and just say, oh, it's a playlist. Don't count No, this. it's just not a finished album. That's the same as, like, so far, uh, if you're reading this, it's too late because he's like, how do you like my mixtape? He's like, he called it a mixtape. It's like, but you're selling it. That's so it is now. He called it a mixtape. So, like, if fans didn't like it, he'd be like, oh, that was just my mixtape. Wait, for, wait for the real stuff. Wait for the real stuff. So, like, I don't know. It's like, just, I feel like with Drake, it's just like, just own who you are. Like, and, like, I feel like he could be innovative and pushing boundaries, and he's not doing that. Which I think is ironic because. I mean, frankly, now he's not really a rapper. He's just like a pop artist because a pop artist is just based on how popular he is. But like, I think a lot of artists, they don't push the boundaries because they're trying to build a following and doing something out of the norm is mm-hmm. really risky. But when I feel like you're so huge, that's the time to push the boundaries because it's hard for you to fail as an artist when you release an album and you're just so popular. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I just like, and it's more like, a, like I, I just want to see Drake like really pushing the boundaries of like, hip-hop and it's just like feels like he's just like riding trends and like to a certain sense a lot of artists do that like kanye does that nowadays like it got to there was a turning point where kanye went from like you know like the chief Keef remix kind of like hopped on that hot trend and even with travis scott oh that's another artist i don't like travis scott we'll throw that in there but I like so the travis scott thing is like and i think it's kanye's fault that i don't like travis scott to be honest with you because what Kanye did is he heard Travis Scott before anyone heard Travis Scott, and that was the new Kanye sound. He kind of did it, and when Kanye hears an artist, normally he can do that better than that artist. And so, like, by the time Kanye, Travis Scott came out, I was like, this sounds like Kanye. So it's like, why would I listen to this when I could listen to Kanye? Um, so, I mean, I mean, my main beef with Travis Scott is that he, it feels like he had no, he has no set personality. There's so, he has, sounds like a combination of Kanye mixed with Future mixed with Young Thug. There's a song, um, I think it's Piss on Your Grave with Kanye West. Have you heard that one? I know there's a, I've heard it a couple If times. you listen to that track, there's points where I can't tell when Kanye comes in and when Travis Scott comes in because they sound exactly the same. Like, you can't tell that there's more than one rapper on it because Travis Scott just sounds like Kanye. And there's times when he sounds like Future and Young Thug, it's like, I just feel like he doesn't have a defining personality. Personality-wise, I don't think he has something defining, but I don't know the effect. I think it's just reverb. I don't know what's on his voice. But, I mean, that by itself is kind of different because he sounds like some... He doesn't sound like a person. He sounds like uh, some kind of creature or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like he doesn't... For me, he just doesn't have a defining personality where it's like I don't see the appeal of like... if I'm Oh, yeah, like if I want to listen to someone that sounds like... Future, I'm going to listen to Future because Future's going to do that the best. If, I, if I'm trying to listen to someone that sounds like Kanye, I'm listening to Kanye. If I'm trying to listen to someone that sounds like Young Thug, no one can do Young Thug better than Young Thug. So it's like... Well, Young Thug's changing all the time. Oh, yeah. He's been innovative, I think. He's a little... I mean, this is a little off topic, well, but for me, to he's it. like... I think that he is inconsistent, to say the least. Well, the last two, that, he had the... Um, what's the one with all the names? Are made? Jeffrey? Yeah, yeah. Some of those songs were like he has. I don't know what the culture is, but with a Wyclef, Wyclef Jean mm-hmm. feature at the end of it called Kanye West, 
I don't know if it's Jamaican. I don't know if it's Caribbean. I don't know what the country is. Yeah, but I, f- I feel like that's the trend nowadays. I think Young Thug for me is like inconsistent. I love Young Thug, let's say that. When he's like at his weirdest and doing his like best, I love him. I think a lot of people give him more credit than he deserves in the sense of like, I think he's inconsistent at best. Like his newest album, like I remember Academics was saying, oh, Young Thug dropped a country album. It's like a bunch of hip-hop SoundCloud rap fans that have never heard guitars on music before. And then you put as soon as you put a guitar on a song, they're like, "Oh my god, this is the craziest shit ever!" It's like experimental. It's it's a it's a country album. It's like it's not a country album. He put guitars on his that's album, which is fine. Music is so defined in what it's supposed to be. Exactly. Anytime you do anything that's like a little bit out of the a box, little bit different, they're like, "Oh my god, this is the most innovative shit ever!" And it's like, I mean, like I said, I fuck with Young Thug. This is not the this is the worst rapper's edition. So Young Thug doesn't make my I list, like obviously. I like, I like Travis as well. Scott too. And uh, if you debate with us, also if you leave in the comments your thoughts. If there's any rappers we didn't touch on or any rappers you disagree on, let us know in the comments. Let's start a conversation. Um, yeah, I mean that's like I said, that was a little bit of a tangent, but that's like pretty much the end of my list. And I want to start with some of your submissions. I uh, got some Facebook comments, Twitter comments. So the fan ones are people you don't dislike. I don't necessarily dislike, or I just don't think much of them are. You know, so the first one I want to start off with is Lil Wayne. And I think he gets a lot of hate for a number of reasons. But I think if you... Okay, there's so many people that disrespect Wayne. I mean, there's a lot of... There's still a lot of people that will ride or die for Lil Wayne. And I appreciate that so much that... But I feel like if you don't fuck with Lil Wayne, it's because you haven't listened to anything before the Carter Three, And you don't understand his true impact. Um... Carter Three, I think, was his. I guess I would say Carter Three's peak. Would you say that's his like peak of his career? Yeah. Um, I think everything after that is downhill. Like, not everything was terrible, but it was like anything that was good was is dip. like okay. It was a it was a dip, definitely for sure. Like Carter Three was definitely a peak, um, and it got to a point where like I think he just oversaturated himself. He had. It used to be that you would hear see a Lil Wayne. For me, at least, so you see a little Wayne feature. It's like, oh, I gotta listen to it. It's gonna be something crazy. But then it got to a point where, like, oh, it's another Wayne feature, and you knew that it was kind of be very formulaic, and like, he just kind of like I said, oversaturated himself, and the skills were dipping at the at, at the same time. So it's like, I can see why people don't fuck with him, because like I said, he did drop a, a a bit of whack stuff towards like I said that end of his career. I I did. I don't want to say end of his career because he's he's retired yet. I did listen to the Dedication Six, and I think like to me that was like reminiscent. I mean, it's not old Wayne. Everyone's like, oh, it's old Wayne. It's the best Lil Wayne can do at this point in his career, which was still very good. Like, it's not the same as old Wayne, but I thought it was good. Did you listen I to liked, Dedication Six? I listened yeah. to it all the time. I like him a lot. So. I liked it, and there was a lot of good songs on there, um, and um, it made me like really hope that that Carter 5 comes out. I really hope that Carter 5 is great and, like... He said he has it. Like, he is possession of it. Yeah, I want... It doesn't make sense to me. But. Well, also, Martin Scarelli t- has it, which, like, it might be because he's been arrested. They're talking about how the Wu-Tang album and the uh, the Carter 6 might be seized by the feds. Five. So, the government might Young have Thug it. released Carter 6. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. I get so confused. Carter 5. <laughs> yeah. Young Thug's like, I'm going to release... Oh, it's going to be the Carter 6. Oh, you're going to sue me? I'm going to release the Barter 6. That was so weird. Young Thug's such a weirdo. Young Thug's such a weirdo. But, um... Yeah, um... Oh, where was I going with that tangent? Oh, yeah, yeah. I really hope... 
Carter Five comes out and it kind of is a good culmination to his career and like builds on his legacy and like he ends off on a high note because Dedication Stick was fire and like I think Carter Five would be a good way to like if you can put that out and it's great, you know, it's a good like cap on his career that he like leaves on a strong point. You I know? think he has a lot of he deserves a lot of respect because he has the same guys on his mixtape in twenty seventeen that don't do anything. <laughs> As he did in 2006. Gutta, gutta. And with Euro, I forgot about Euro. Yeah, Euro was on like one Euro, song. Euro, this baby E guy, um, Hood Baby, I think his name is. And then Nicki Minaj, but she's big, so. Yeah, um, and, and, and for me, and also you, you have to also look, all right, like like I said, if you don't like Lil Wayne at this point, if you think he's the worst rapper ever before, I'm going to give you a list of projects. Go listen to the, the Carter and the Carter 2. Go listen to Dedication 1, 2... I don't think three is much, but one definitely listen to Dedication one and two, the Drought three, No Ceiling. No Ceilings are right. It's not one of my favorite mixtapes. What other mixtapes? Sorry by him? for the wait. The first sorry one. for the wait. I like a lot of people like that's like sorry for wait's dope. I think in my opinion. Um, so yeah, go listen to those projects, and also just like I think you have to understand his impact. Without Lil Wayne, we don't have Drake. We don't have Nicki Minaj. We don't have a couple other people, you know, Tiger and all those, but, like, we can, we can keep them. <laughs> you know, forget those. But, like, Drake, Mickey, Nash, like, that literally is, like, at a certain point where they were the most dominant force in the world as far as hip-hop goes. Um, and then also you just have to understand, like, his history. Like, he's been rapping since he w- with the Hot Boys when he was 16 years old. And, like, he's been doing this for years. And he also just, like... What was I going to say? Uh, the other thing is, like, the mixtape... Like, I think a lot of people that don't like Wayne have never heard mixtape Wayne. Wayne's dropped... I don't know. I don't want to say hundreds, because I don't know if hundreds is the right number. But he's dropped so many mixtapes. There was an era right before the... I think it was the Carter, before the Carter 3 was when most of the mixtapes were coming out, right? Yeah. Where he was just dropping so many mixtapes. And because he would never, like, write stuff down, he would just, like, kind of do it in his head, he was able to, like, record a mixtape in, like... A weekend, and it wasn't like a freestyle, but he would record a weekend, a mixtape in a weekend, and it'd still be fire, and just put it out. And like, there's so much just raw, that raw energy of just like, kind of just putting something out that like, like I said, he oversaturated himself a bit. But the mixtape Wayne, like, there's some fire songs that are just like so raw off the like. I don't want to say off the dome because they're not, but you know what I'm saying. It's he's like he's also the only artist at this stage of his career with based such popularity that still releases mixtapes. And other people release mixtapes, but you can get them on Apple Music or Spotify. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously that's because of his label. It's not issues. a real mix. Right, if you're making like, if you're making someone pay for a mixtape, it's not a mixtape, right? So like on Datpiff and yeah. other sites like that. And I really appreciate big artists that are still like, I'm gonna put out a free mixtape just because for the sake, because it really shows that? the love of the music. Wayne's doing that. Right, that's what I'm um, saying. Well, I mean, there's some. I mean, Thug dropped a like quite a few of his albums or his mixtapes. I guess he was already... He wasn't popular. Everything I've seen is just... I think it's just Wayne that I can think of. Like, Young Thug had tapes, but they were all, like, tapes that are on Spotify and Apple Music. I guess so. Well, the Slime Season series. Yeah, that's right. You're right. Slime Season 1 and 2. So, I don't know. I really fuck with that. Yeah, like, I respect that a lot. So, moving on from that, uh, I think that was good. Oh, yeah, Eminem. And I will say this. I understand why... I feel like Eminem's the type of artist that you have to... I understand why you wouldn't like him. But I feel like you have to respect him. Um, for me, and and this is keep in mind when I asked these questions. This was before his album dropped, which I will say straight up as a huge Eminem fan, 
one of my biggest inspirations. That album was one of the worst albums I've heard in a long time. Straight up garbage. Very good. It was garbage. He is so out of touch. I, I tweeted out, apparently he's 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 aware enough, self-aware enough to know that he's out of touch, but not self-aware enough to know that he should never have put this album out. Um, and there's a lot of reasons. To, like I said, Eminem is the type of artist where he's... Well, there's the uh, like there's an issue of like him being problematic if you're you know a lot of the stuff with you know his issues with his wife and you know there's not something to um, belittle I should say um, but I think a lot of people to see him as just that is a disrespect to his cultural impact and the important things he did have to say um, and um, I don't know I think that. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much else to say. I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on Eminem? Um, I really like Marshmallow's LP, too. Um, I'm not one of those people that really listen to his good music, I guess you'd say, quote-unquote. I mean, that's all... What do you mean, good music? Well, when people talk about, like, Eminem, you know, Slim Shady, I want to say it's... What's it called? What's the 1999 one? Slim Shady. Uh, Marshmallow's LP. And then he had the one... The first one, or, like, the Slim the Shady The Purple LP. Shade. Slim Shady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't listen to that one. Or Marshall Mathers one. You should, you should. Those are classics. I listened to like I remember when you got the Encore, that Greatest Hits record, mm-hmm. clean version. That was one of the first times I ever heard of him, and not heard of him, but mm-hmm. heard his music, and that was really late, obviously. But I was young. But um, I don't like the new record that much. I can't. I, I, I mean, the lyrics aren't great, but he also has this like formula that he follows of, you know, the pop sound with the female lead singer. Yeah. And his verse, then the female lead singer, and that, they carry the track. That's like some of those, like I said, his newer stuff was like kind of formulaic with a pop, like I said, like it's a pop singer. Yeah, not even and female, like, just pop. And like very, like it's like a pop song. And then also, like, also the, either that he'll do that or he's doing this like really aggressive yelling, like flow. And like for sometimes, like I had this debate with a friend where he's like, like the way he's able to twist metaphors and mm-hmm. words. It's like, no one can do that better than him. But at the same time, that's not always what about putting a... Like, that's not necessarily going to create a great song. He might say some, like, crazy shit. But that doesn't mean the sound, song sounds good just because you said some weird shit. And and I'll admit, starting with the Marshall's Mathers LP 2, and, like, coming into this... Like, Marshall's Mathers LP 2, I thought was great. I liked it. But coming into this, like, there were some whack lines on there. And there were even more whack lines on this one. There was something about khakis, something about creases... You like that khakis. one? That was hot. <laughs> I like the something about her butts, the shit, like diarrhea or something. That was good too. Something about her butt being diarrhea. Yeah. So I mean, and I can see that, like, why people don't like newer Eminem, and like, obviously, there's the issues of like the problematic issues that, like, I mean, he's tried, to, uh, he's worked a lot on that, as far as what I can tell, as far from his artistic perspective, and um, I don't know. For me, even like songs that were like really fucked up. Like, some of it was shock and awe, but it was almost like, you can un- almost understand, it was so, some of the songs were so messed up, but you can understand, like, when I'm listening to some artists, and they're doing some shock stuff, like, sometimes you can tell, like, oh, they're just doing this for a shock, but Eminem, you're like, this guy literally, like, some of his earlier stuff, you're like, this guy literally sounds like an insane person, and if I'm listening to something like that, it gets, like, it's entertainment, and you're like, this guy sounds crazy, and you want to actually feel like this guy is insane. You want to actually feel that rather than like, oh, this guy's trying to shock me. And I think some people um, just feel like, oh, it's just like a shock thing. But I think that um, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't have much more to say on I it. I think now with his flow, well, I think it's more recently his flow has been this weird, like, all over the place thing. I don't think it was yeah. always like that. But his BCUs are just so skeleton and barely even there. Mm-hmm. Like, at least a lot of walk on water. And I feel like it hasn't really matched the beats very well sometimes. I feel like he's just, it sounds like someone's rapping over the beat as versus, like, someone at the song and the person's lyrics being one. Mm-hmm. Which I think is better. For yeah, it's like disconjointed. Yeah. I will say this: I don't think I think Eminem only has one whack album. Well, I, and I say completely whack. Relapse? Uh, no, no, no. His newest album. Oh, right, right. Um, Relapse, I love actually. Uh, I thought people um, that one I think he has a lot of albums that are like decent or good. Like I, I feel like his first couple albums, classic encore, is like half decent. It's not, it's not amazing, but there's some classic songs. Wasn't there. that the greatest hits one encore? Or, or that's Curtain Calls. No, no, Encore, Encore. Curtain Calls, or something like that. No, Curtain Calls was the greatest hits that I had. But Encore, um, then I guess, like, Recovery wasn't perfect, but it was decent. And, re- I mean, Relapse I loved. We're live again. My hair's a little messy. I got cut off there. The car was actually full. So, But we're going to keep rocking. We got a couple more minutes left. A couple more people on the list. Not that we actually have a time limit, but it'll probably take a couple minutes. <laughs> I, mean, I just mean there's a couple more people on our list. That starting soon. <laughs> There's a couple more people on the next the next podcast. Someone's gonna come in and into our basement. Oh, it's pretty sad. Quick, 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 hurry up. Um, no, the next. <laughs> we're keeping this. We're keeping this in here. I'm not gonna edit it out. Wait, make sure we're in focus. I'm blurry. Wait, hello, hello. Why are you blurry? Why we got too crazy in it? Well, <laughs> we got a little crazy there. The camera didn't. I didn't move it as I was supposed to. All right, all right. So, like I said, I don't think I don't have anything much more to say on Eminem. Um, like I said, we have four more artists. Well, not necessarily artists, but categories. And I love... Okay, this next... I'm going to lump these artists together because I think that they're kind of hated for the same reason. Or, like, similar reasons. I'm going to put G-Eazy, Macklemore, and Hoodie Allen. Mm-hmm. And my thoughts are that they're just, like, those white rappers that are, like... Generic. I wouldn't even say that they're generic... They're like a part of the hip hop world, but they're a little corny, and I mean, there's scales to it. There's, you know, there's the they're not in the level. Hoodie Allen is almost at that level of those like, hit, like white rappers that are like, that are like the college. You know, they rap about college and drinking and stuff. Yeah. Hoodie Allen's more towards that, and and then it goes like Hoodie Allen, then Macklemore somewhere in the middle, and then G Easy is like I think the most as far as like. He's really, like, from Oakland and, like, really was, like, a part of that culture. But, like, he still comes off as a little corny to me. Um, so I think that's why they're hated. I don't know if you have any thoughts. He seems like a pretty shallow guy. Like, on his album, he's rapping about being a Gemini, as if he found out what that was yesterday, before he recorded the album. Like, it's, like, a big thing. And a lot of things he has to say is... What do you mean, like, he heard of it? He, he just, like, talks about He starts about rapping about it in this new album, yeah. about being a Gemini. Like, I am a Gemini... That means you did something about I don't know what he was I listened I listened to it like once yeah but he just started rapping about being a Gemini as if he just found out yesterday he's a Gemini so what like it's like it's a like meaningful most... part of the song maybe he's like really into horoscopes <laughs> maybe but he doesn't seem to like have anything really important to say fair enough he just for me he just comes off as a little corny and like his voice is like even like that hit song he has with like the remix has ASAP Rocky and I think Cardi on it. It's just like it's still a little corny to me. Um, I don't like No Limit. I mean, it's not terrible, but it's still. A little, I mean, I think I just like, like the hook, so I like ASAP Rocky, I guess. But. Yeah, um, and then Macklemore, like 
I'll admit, for me, Macklemore was really great. Uh, like, the heist, before heist blew up, I'm not going to say, like, oh, it was better before it blew up, but, like, the heist, year, was, right? heist, I mean, his mixtapes were pretty good, and he had, like, a lot of interesting things to say and interesting perspectives. And then the heist blew up, or heist came out, and it didn't blow up for, like, six months. Like, Thrift oh, Shop kind of blew it up. I don't know if it was, like, six months, but Thrift Shop blew it up. And I think a lot of people associated, like, when the, like, People were like, oh, uh, one, not one love. I was going to say one love. Same love. When that came out, or like, that was already out for a while. And then a lot of people were like, oh, he's a white dude talking about, uh, you know, gay marriage. Like, you know, like, that's the only reason anyone cares about it. But, and like, he's only doing it to like make money. But at the same, I thought that was very unfair because he dropped that album. He's always cared about social issues and he's always been talking about it. I could see how someone's like, oh, it's not necessarily like the most appropriate voice to talk about that, but, like, he wasn't doing it to, like, get a social cause and make a lot of money because, like, that album dropped and he blew up, like, six months after the album dropped. So that song was already out for a while. So, like, to say that he wasn't genuine, I think, is, like... I think people, they think of, like, music and the industry and, like, mainstream, they always kind of have this... They assume that the first thought is, like, oh, this is just a money grab or this is just about the money. Like, when they hear a song about something that's, like, con- like um, confrontational, controversial. Yeah, yeah. And I think, um, I don't know if you have anything else to say on that. And, and like, like to be the, fair. What's that song called? White, uh, the new one, part two, White, uh, white Privilege 2, white part privilege. two. Yeah, yeah. That was, oh, it's, like, also, like, Macklemore, we don't need a, what was it, like, a seven, six or seven, like seven eight, minutes. eight minute song talking about, like, yeah, it's, like, we get, for me, like, uh, his second album, they built it up like this was going to be like revolutionary. Like we went into the, we couldn't record, so we went into the woods and we like just recorded and isolated ourselves. And it was just like the heist part two, but like less interesting. This new one? No, no. This is before, and the new one, they him and Ryan Ryan Lewis split up, and it's oh, I didn't like know that. Ryan Lewis never got the proper credit he deserved, I think, in that group because it was like, oh, they just talked about Macklemore, but like when they broke up, and they, his newest project. I mean, I like. I heard a couple snippets, and I heard everyone talking about how garbage it was, and I was like, uh, you know what, like, I mean, I I think I might try to listen through it once, and I was like, yeah, like, he should have stayed with Ryan I Lewis. just know he had that song with Yachty, and it was just pretty much a little Yachty song. It was basically, well, a lot of people were saying it's like, bro- I didn't, I heard it, and like, some people like said it's like Broccoli Part 2, pretty but much, like, not, yeah. not, he not just trying to get that again. Yeah, so it's like, I don't know, he used to be very, inspir- not inspirational, but very like, um, innovative, I would say, yeah. like, and now it just seems like, like it's just the same stuff. It's, the sticks gotten old, and it's a little like, gen- generic. Yeah, you know that uptown song, which basically was just trying to be thrift shop. Yeah, but I like the hook. I like the guy he got. Oh, the, like that song? The, I I like the guy he got. Um, I appreciate that he had. Mo- I think he had Molly Mall on that song, which remember. is rare. And they had um, um, they had uh the, the singer from Foxy Sazam, I think is is the band and uh I don't know I like his singer but I, I I see why people are like oh it's thrift shop part two but it it went like the second album was like like eh. the the newest album was like all right he's done <laughs> he needs to reinvent himself and real back. quick he'll be he might be well and like compared to what he was doing like he's still big like people forget what he was like an underground artist for a while and people think like oh his career's over but like if he has he's bigger than what he used to be like he kind of like blew up from heist and like all those songs that dropped and like you know won a grammy all that shit but like i don't think he was ever going to sustain a career at that level that was just like a spike 
and he came back down to a level that like is higher than where he was admittedly but um anyway moving on from that that's the whole thing i'm gonna move on from that like transition because um you're talking about uh when uh, macklemore you know you're doing something just for the sack of his cell records or right what was the what, i yeah so like just cause, the yachty song you're talking about you know you're just talking about macklemore like oh yeah we, like, you're trying to just love. sell records or like it's a gimmick you're not sincere I'm gonna go with logic. I'm gonna go through the logic because mm-hmm. a lot of people feel with the like the suicide song. Like it's a it, the name of the song is the suicide hotline. No, it's and not. It's one eight hundred. That's oh, I know. I, know like, I didn't know the number. I didn't <laughs> know the number. So it's the suicide. That's the number. No, I like, got you. It's, it's a suicide, suicide hotline. Yeah, yeah. And um, and a lot of people are like, for me, I think it was genuine because I like knowing logic and like mixtape logic. Like he has actually suffered from depression and stuff like that, and I think it was genuine. It was just like for me. I know lot. For me, my only beef with Logic is like when he puts out a song. I like, I know he could do better. I felt like Suicide Hotline was so basic. Like there was never like a, it was just like very surface level. There was no mm-hmm. like. I felt like it would be more impactful if he was telling like a like a his story life. about his life or just yeah. his story in general about like someone that's like considering committing but people suicide. People don't want that. If he wants to get a hit, people don't want that. But I know, of course. But like, I know logic could write a really emotional yeah. like story that would really be impactful and like be a more impactful song. It wouldn't get the radio play, of course. Right. Uh, but I just felt like this was very surface level because it goes from like, oh, I want to, I want to die, and then it's like, oh, I don't want to die. Really saying much. And then the chorus just flips from like, I want to die to I don't want to die. I mean, everyone knows that song is <laughs> like any other big hit song is based yeah. around the chorus. So yeah. So like I said, I feel like he could have made a much more impactful. I do song like that about song, suicide though. if it wasn't about yeah I don't think it's a bad song um, and I think a lot of times other people rap, rip at him like the, the meme is like oh logic biracial he just keeps talking about like oh I'm halfway half black blah 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 and like like that's the only thing that defines hey, him guys, did you know that he's biracial yeah like it's a good joke sure. like by the way in, in case you forgot <laughs> logic's biracial and like he like the you know those artists where you like feel like he, he just keeps having to bring it up and for me I thought I thought it was like when I found that out I thought it was really dope because I felt like that's a perspective that's not always talked about. Um, just, like, the conflicting of that and um, the conflicting feelings of that. But if you're just, like, so, like I said, if you're only about one thing where you're just, you're just so obsessed with, oh, I'm biracial. And, like, and like I don't know. It's a funny joke. But I think that's I, the same with anything, though. Like, we were talking about weed rappers. Like, I think yeah. if your focus is on one topic, no matter what the topic, it's going to get... People are going to start... It's going to get old, yeah, yeah. basically. Um, and I think he gets, like, a lot of undeserved hate. I mean, to be fair, like... Oh, we're a little blurry again. Oh, we're back. We're back in action. To be fair, I think that um, he uh, tends to... Like, if you listen to his old mixtapes, like, he's a spitter. Like, he can spit. And, like, some of his newest, newer music I don't like as much because it's, like, more poppy and less of him spitting. And, like, I, I, I get that, like, why people wouldn't like that. But, like, if you go back, like, he can actually spit and, like... I think he should be respected. I think anyone that legitimately hates Logic, I think it's more of a joke rather than a hate. I don't see how anyone could like hate him. It's more like people like, oh, like making fun of him. Maybe it's know? more like, that they think like he can do better joke. than he is right now because he's not obviously like whack like a lot of these people. Like he obviously, like you said, he's shown that he can rap. I just th- I don't think most people that are making fun of him like know his older stuff. I think they're just like oh. it's just like more of like a. I don't think anyone legitimately if you legitimately hate Logic. Let me know in the comments because I think it's more of like a you just find him annoying or you find him. Like I don't like the half like you find his like album his joke. I don't like the half the album is him talking. It's kind of hard to listen to any, half the songs. 
But like, there's one song on the album called "Take It Back," where the first minute and thirty is him flowing really nice, and then he's just telling the story, which is not a bad story about growing up with a white uh, mom mm-hmm. and a black dad, yeah. and how his dad be um, be his mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I want to listen to his song, not spoken word. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then yeah, I mean, but like I said, if you really dislike con- logic, let us know in the comments why. I think it's a, it's more like he's a butt of the jokes. Um, and if you do dislike Logic, go listen to his early mix size, the Sinatra, Sinatra, Frank the Sinatra series, really dope. Um, yeah, moving on from that, we have the little pumps and the little yachties. Um, now I think that a lot of times with the new generation of the like I said, people say mumble rap. You have a bunch of old heads being like, "Oh, if they're not spitting the most crazy shit, then it's not hip hop." Blah, blah blah, disrespecting it. Personally. I'll stay straight up. I'm a big fan of Little Pump, and um, I I had this discussion with Desmond when he did an interview where, like, like I said, rap's in it's kind of its punk phase. A bunch of people are like not following the rules and like just kind of doing it their own shit. And like with that, a lot of shitty music is going to come out, but it's also going to lead to a lot of innovative music as well uh, because there's no boundaries. Um, yeah, you need people to challenge what's normal. Yeah, and and like I said, I like Little Pump because. He, like I said, we talked about in the, our interview with Desmond, he's like, he knows what he's doing. He's not taking himself too seriously. He's just having fun, and he's not, like, out there saying, I'm the best rapper alive. You know, when you have Kodak saying, like, I'm the best rapper alive, or Lil Yachty saying, like, Big wasn't that nice, like, like, or, like, like you you just played a clip earlier during the break of, like, Famous Dex, like, saying, you gotta expect the OGs. Like, you know, I, you yeah. know if you, if you want to listen to real mi- music, listen to Kendrick, listen to you know, four, four, four. If you want to have some fun, listen to me, listen to a little pump where it's like, if you're going to like, and that's why I respect people like Dex and Lil pump. They know what they're doing. They're not saying I'm the best rapper alive. They're like, I'm having, out here having a good time, making good vibe music. And it's a, it's just fun. And, uh, I think people give you more respect when you're self-aware for the music you're making. Yeah. I think you have to be self-aware and also just like pay respect to the OGs and like, don't be out here. Like it's part of so, like, so, like sometimes it's a troll, but it's like, like I said, that's my main problem with, like, the Yachty. Like, I think a lot of people's problem with the Yachty's or, like, a little easy calling himself a rock star. Like, that's fine. Like, you're not disrespecting the hip-hop artists. Like, like you're not, like, out here saying, like, Biggie wasn't nice or anything like that. Like, I mean, I to like, be yeah, fair, like, that. Uzi was like, don't don't put me on that. Like, if you give me a trash beat, I'm not going to rhyme over it. But uh, that was that one moment. But Or, like, Post Malone. Post Malone was, like, that was, like, a dumb moment. I think... The sentiment he was talking about, like hip rap artists now, like mainstream artists. And he was taking out of context what he said. Yeah, I think he was trying to say like mainstream artists, but also it's like he's had like so many like things over the line that he's like said and like we've given him passes on. So it's like it's just about respect at the end of the day. Like I fuck with Lil Pump, and like to be honest, I fucked the, the Lil Boat tape. I think that for me though, it was like a fluke. I knew that like this is like I like this because it's just so like innocent and there's just this fun flavor to it where he's just like he's just having fun and it just feels like almost like a child childlike yeah. delight to it that just like makes you happy but I, I knew that that, that was gonna be a fluke like I knew when that his album dropped like I would I was like doubting that I would li- like it and like I mean I still enjoy his music I mean anyone that knows me knows I'm a huge fan of the Yachty you liked you liked his teenage emotions I, it's, I like it a lot I know that's probably not very popular. Even the D- DNC for the Okay, well, there's, there's a. Ooh. I find for that. I like that album, and obviously it's seen as. I mean, most people as a bad album. But the little boat songs, as they're supposed to be, are like the aggressive cuts. 
a lot of them he does no sense of how to rhyme over the beat. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a few like there is Peekaboo is I don't think very good and but I like his singing songs. You know they're he can't sing and they're just lathering all the auto tune. But for I don't know why I just like blow, that music. Blow me like a they just make me want to you know do a little jiggle. You know, for sure, I for like sure. Um, I, and I like um, I thought I don't know. Peekaboo, I felt like people just thought it was good because it was a comparison to the rest of the album. Like, it was kind of like Bad and Bougie Part 2. The worst Bad and Bougie. He was trying to make Minnesota. Yeah. That's what he said in his rap genius, which was like, like a big meme. That well, I, well, that's what I think. Is like, I remember them doing a genius for Harley, and he's like, yeah, I honestly, like, that was just like off the dome. Most of that was like just freestyle. I was like, like yeah, I could tell it was a freestyle because all you said was ride it like a Harley, 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 Harley. You don't expect I don't expect you to sit there like oh I'm gonna write these crazy bars Harley, Harley, like that Harley, is not a surprising Harley. freestyle I'm not shocked when you say that and the fact that Rap Genius is just doing like videos on that instead of like actually meaningful bars and they're just like whatever's the hot song let's like do an annotation on it even if like it's a completely surface level song yeah like if it's a song that's completely surface level it's okay to admit that it's okay to enjoy that too but it's like don't pretend like it's deep. Or there's anything to analyze with it. It might just be a fun song. I don't know if they're they're trying to say it's deep by making a video. They just know it'll get views. Of the guy well, yeah. Well, now Genius, Genius is kind of like... It could have been... They're it like started off as a good so way. much now. I yeah. remember when it was rapgenius.com. I would type it in to look at lyrics and the meaning. Yeah, yeah. Now you sure. go on Spotify and every popular song, it switches to like a Rap Genius connection to the song. Yeah, I mean, tons of videos on YouTube. I just, I mean, it started off. It, I liked it, but like, it just seems like the creators, like their mentality, are like they're kind of like these like white. I think they're like these white hipster dudes, and it's like, yeah, we want to be a part of the culture, but we're simultaneously also making fun of it. They're like, they like, it's like this disingenuous, like, oh, we're part of the culture, blah blah, blah but we're gonna make fun of it at the same time and like disrespect it. So it's like, I don't fuck with that because you're not really for the culture. It's just this like. It's purely, like, you can tell it's purely capitalist, like, um, just uh, taking advantage of the culture. Um, a little tangent tangent on Rap Genius, but um, the last one to finish it off, and I think this is misguided hate, to be honest. The last one I think that's a lot of hate is J. Cole. Um, hey, you want to, actually, you want to just start feeling this? What, you, what, I used what to think J. Cole, J. Cole hate? I used to. Th- well, I know there. I actually didn't even know there's J Cole hate. I mean, I know the people. There's a big meme about him talking about almond milk, and folding clothes. Um, but I guess because he just was talking about domestic life and you know being with this girl, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I used to find J Cole to be somewhat of like a. I thought he kind of came off as pretty boring. Like his music yeah. didn't really have that. What I, I don't know what I want to say, but like it just wasn't. It just came across as boring to me. Mm-hmm. And then I'm trying to find that. Like at least I like Born Center. I liked Forest Hill. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're more like calming music to me, like kind of like background sound, which is probably not what he's supposed to be going to as a, like a good lyricist, I guess. Do you think he has lyrics? Yeah, I mean he's a, he's a good lyricist. I'm not going to di- deny his. I would never deny his a lyrical ability. Um, I would just say there was a good meme about him being like diet Kendrick Lamar, where it's like or di- like the equivalent of like diet Pepsi. He's like diet Kendrick Lamar. It's like if I'm going li- to listen to something conscious. Kendrick, like, J. Cole might be here, but Kendrick's, like, here, so it's, like, I'm always gonna pick Kendrick over J. Cole. Um, I think there's a lot of misguided hate because, like, his fans are so annoying and think that, like, are so pretentious that, like, people associate that with J. Cole, so they oh, think yeah, he's an fans. asshole. Like, he's just, like, he's, like, oh, I don't wanna say he's, like, vanilla. Like, Wale's, like, the vanilla rapper where there's not much to hate about, but, like, there's, I don't see there's a lot to hate about him. I just think that 
his fans are so pretentious and like, oh, he went double platinum with no features. And like, that's a good, like, that's a meme. It's like, they're just like so pretentious and they think everything else is like, they just make him seem like con- condescending almost because like people associate. Well, you hear more fans. from the fans than the artists. Which exactly. Is what causes that issue. Exactly. They kind of speak for him and, and, uh, you know, they make it seem like he thinks he's like, they, they just like, oh, he's super deep and everything else is crap. Like, yeah. So that's why, like, Lil Pump was saying, like, fuck J. Cole, or, like, all that shit. And it's, like, it's more directed at, like, his fans, I think. Like, yeah. J. Cole's never out, like, dissing people. So I don't, I, I think it's, like, misguided to I think that's also, well, I guess, obviously, Wade would never say my music sucks now. But people, the whole, like, best rapper alive thing. And, like, you know, people are saying that his music, he's back. You know, Lil Wayne's back. I don't think he's saying he's the best rapper alive. But I think fans have kind of pushed that mantra. Yeah, for sure. More than he has. For sure. And, um... And I, luckily, I think a lot of that got hate is kind of transferred over to Russ, which I think Russ actually deserves it. So I'm glad that's happening. I think him, he himself says, "I'm." Well, he said he's better than everyone. And yeah, he's, he's an ass. He doesn't get what he deserves. That's a, that's a good way to finish it off. It looks like the battery on our camera is about to die once again. Second ever hip hop made me do it podcast. If you liked, hit like, hit subscribe. You already know. Um, follow us on social media at Hip Hop Made Me Do, uh, Instagram and Twitter. And uh, I join get, the conversation. Do I get a, a shout out for my Instagram? Yeah, yeah, you can shout yourself um, on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. I don't know what it's called, so <laughs> you don't even know your handle. Go, to, you go to Hip Hop Made Me Do his Instagram. Go to the following. Look for someone named Charlie Becker, and then just click so follow. They're not gonna do that. Well, <laughs> They're not gonna go through that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so you already know. I'll, I'll throw the ta- I'll throw your tag up there. But um, tune in next. To, I would, I'm, I, I would say no tune posts. in next week. We don't have any. I, I want to get to the point where we can do weekly podcasts. I just got a uh, audio interface and microphones for my birthday, so um, we should be able to get to the point where I get like weekly podcasts out and um, yeah, get that cracking. Um, but until then, um, stay tuned for the next one. And uh, if you like, I said if you're following us on Instagram and Twitter, you'll get all the updates there. And um, stay toasty, my friends. <laughs>